With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello here and welcome to this special Sunday edition of Husker Chat Live. Sean Callahan with HuskerOnline.com as Nebraska officially now done with spring practice here. And Husker Chat Live, as always, brought to you by Sandhills Global and powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. Over the next 30 minutes or so, uh, we're now going to talk to some of the top performers here of Saturday's red-white spring game. Uh, we've got quarterback Casey Thompson, running back Anthony Grant, linebackers Garrett Nelson and Nick Henrich all slated to join us. And you'll be able to ask them questions uh, here throughout the chat. So make sure you fire your questions here in the chat. Uh, let's bring in our first guest here um, of Husker Chat Live. Uh, let's welcome in quarterback Casey Thompson to the show. Uh, Casey, uh, first of all, I'm sure it's got to be somewhat of a relief to have spring behind you now and kind of take a look at what you've really gained over the last 15 practices and, and kind of what you want to improve on now moving forward. Yeah, I mean, it's good that uh, spring ball has uh, – come to an end but you know at the same time we started February 28th and uh, we just finished the spring game yesterday on April 9th so uh, you know it was a uh, you know kind of had a long camp and uh, it was definitely exciting and it was fun and it was a great great way to end it off yesterday with the spring game um, you know like I said yesterday I'm still uh, wanting to work on some things uh, headed into the summer and into the fall and we have stuff to work on as uh, as an offense but I think we made a lot of progress and uh, me personally I, I'm very um, pleased with the way I performed throughout spring practice and uh, 15 practices. What was it like? I know you've met Husker fans around town um, here and there, but just to be in that setting with 54,000 fans uh, for you, just kind of really getting your first taste of the Nebraska fan base. What was that experience like for you Saturday? <clears throat> it was a unique experience, and I think that it was uh, something that, um, you know, it felt uh, kind of like a lifted weight off of my shoulders just because I haven't, been around the fan base and I haven't been able to interact with um, with many, you know, N Nebraska um, fans since I've been here because, you know, I came in in January and, and you, know, you know, right before the semester started. And then, um, you know, we had mostly closed practices uh, for the most part. I got to uh, engage with some alumni and, and some, um, you know, former uh, Cornhuskers at, at practice. But uh, this was the first time we kind of had like a, pu a public uh, you know, outing and, and showing for the fans. And so it was good to be around uh, just the kids and, you know, the diehard Cornhusker fans. And uh, it was an experience that I definitely am thankful for. How, you now you talk about showing uh, the offense itself. I mean, how tamped down was it Saturday? I think Husker fans thought they could go into that spring game and have it all figured out. But clearly um, you guys weren't showing a lot. You weren't tackling um, it was more of just kind of an exhibition for the fans and, and to kind of celebrate being a Nebraska fan and, and getting a chance to see the team. But you guys looked pretty limited in what you were doing on Saturday. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, the game plan. And, uh, you know, I think coaches, they have reasons of why they do certain things. And uh, we 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 did more plays and we showed more during the practices than we, than we did in the spring game. And um, we didn't even have uh, – you know, offensive coordinator wasn't even calling the plays. We kind of had other position coaches calling plays. 
and uh, obviously Frost was back there just kind of, you know, watching everything and spectating uh, as, a, as a head coach. And so, yeah, I mean, they just told us that the format would be offense versus defense. Um, that would be red versus white. And uh, we didn't split the teams at all. And uh, we had um, most of the quarterbacks in the green jerseys where they were non-contact. And then we took um, some of the quarterbacks. We took about half the quarterbacks and they, uh, they made them live in the red jerseys. And so I thought that was pretty cool. And then um, they just said first half will be uh, thud, uh, thud, um, practice adequate. And uh, and then second half will be live, tackle to the ground. So I thought it was pretty cool that everyone got to play. And, uh, you know, obviously as we go into the summer and the fall, not everyone will be getting those reps. And so I think it was they used the spring game to kind of get everyone reps and everyone involved. But, yeah, we didn't – they didn't want to show too, too many plays. They didn't want to show uh, too many uh, trick plays. Uh, we didn't do any motions really. Um, and I think Trey Palmer played like 10 plays and I had uh, two, two, three drives. Uh, really, I had nine plays, I think it was, and I threw four passes. So uh, it wasn't. There probably wasn't an option to throw to Trey Palmer deep on any, any of those throws, is my guess. No, actually, yeah, after watching the film, um, after watching the film, like I said, I went three for four. I had one incomplete pass that actually was tipped at the line of scrimmage. The defensive line got his hand on it. I think it was uh, either Ty Robinson. Uh, or feast, uh, Colin feast. Um, but yeah, I had some, I had some pressure on the right side on the one incomplete pass that got tipped by the defensive line. Uh, when I slowed it down on film on the curl route to Alante, it was like third and five or third and six. They ended one of our drives, but and then the next drive we handed off to uh, Anthony and he scored on a long run. So I only had about eight or nine plays. But on, they called six pass plays that I was when I was in, and uh, three of them include two of them included Trey going deep, and uh, our defense just. They rolled to a perfect coverage, and um, they kind of double-teamed Trey. So, obviously, I'm not going to throw into the double coverage. And so, I just I just was making my reads and, and getting the ball out on time. And um, I was pretty happy with the way I played. Like I said, three for four, and the one in completion was a tip pass. Uh, Trey, Trey swears that he was open on his two deep balls, of course. Um, he, he said they double-teamed him, but on film, uh, you actually, he, he, he kind of ran by both of the safeties just with his speed. So, technically, he was open. I just wasn't going to throw it into triple coverage to, to get him the ball. All right, got a lot of questions here, and we only got you for about five more minutes. So I want to get a few of these questions to you, Casey. Uh, what was it like for your dad to be back at Memorial Stadium? Obviously, he's got history um, with Nebraska. How fun was it for him Saturday? He had a great time from from what I could tell. Um, just talking to him on the, the few days that he was here, and uh, he definitely enjoyed it. And uh, just seeing him kind of take it all in. The last time he was in the stadium was – in 1987, whenever uh, OU played at Nebraska on Thanksgiving weekend, so uh, in November. So, I mean, it's been a long time since he's been in that stadium, and uh, he's actually played in it before. So he obviously played in it uh, more times than I have up to this point. But it was it was interesting for him to to be around. And I think he had a great time, and he's been telling a lot of stories about uh, the old Nebraska teams that he played against, and uh, he definitely enjoyed it. Now, it wasn't a full tunnel walk, but what was your thoughts? Uh, you led Nebraska out of the tunnel. You talked about that after the game. Uh, what was it like going through your, your first tunnel walk? It was a cool experience, um, you know, just having uh, fans and, and kids around uh, the tunnel walk and around that carpet was pretty cool. I've never seen anything like that before. And then uh, just how they opened the gates and stuff was a pretty cool experience. And, uh, you know, seeing all of the cameras and the uh, photographers and the the media people right there uh, outside the tunnel was a cool experience. And then having the, the fans, you know, right on top of you, I thought that was a, a pretty uh, 
cool experience to be a part of, and uh, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to for the rest of the season. Jim had a comment that uh, said he thought it was cool when you celebrated after uh, Ty Han scored when the threes and the fours were in there late in the game. Uh, how fun was that for you to kind of see a guy like Ty Han um, in, in that group score there? Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, moving the ball and, and scoring on the defense is uh, is something that I don't think we should take for granted. And, you know, I want to make sure that, uh, that I'm just celebrating and, and being engaged and having fun with the guys. And I think a part of that is celebrating whenever things go well. And, and so when Tyhon scored and whenever uh, Kamonte Grimes scored and whenever Jarrett, you know, our court, our back, when our backup quarterback scored, I think it was uh, definitely a, a time that I could, um, you know, go celebrate with those guys and, you know, give them a side bump or, you know, give them a pat on the back. So I'm definitely excited to uh, anytime the offense scores, it doesn't matter who it is, I want to I wanna encourage and, and get hype. Hey, I got a question here kind of about the competition at quarterback. Um, and, and really the last week, you had Brock Purdy and, and Heinrich Harburg kind of back at it. I mean, did it feel like things kind of tight? I mean, just more guys kind of getting involved. And, and you know, how much does that get your competitive juices going when you start to see other guys going too? And and Coach Frost said after the game, I mean, this thing's he's, he hasn't named an official starter yet. So how much does that motivate you to say, hey, I got I got to keep doing what I'm doing to, to, to get get this all locked up? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, they didn't want to play me that much because the spring game, um, because of the format. And like I said, they've seen enough up to this point in 14 practices for the spring game and also in winter conditioning and drills and meetings. And so they didn't feel like that they wanted me to play the whole game. And so I was okay with that. I was uh, I was pleased that I was, you know, going out there with the first team and that was important. And um, the coach is just kind of saying that, you know, hey, you're only going to play a couple of drives. But uh, they said the rotation would be, you know, I'd rotate with uh, with Logan and Chubba. But I thought that uh, Chubba played uh, pretty good, and he made some throws, um, you know, to move the, move the chains, and I was um, happy about that. But I just, like I said, I want to see everyone do good, and I want us to all succeed. And, you know, the better that we can be at quarterback and wide receiver and running back and offensive line and tight end, you know, the better we'll be as an offense and the better we'll be as a team. So, I mean, I want to see all those guys do good. I thought that Logan looked pretty good. He made a really uh, a few good throws and um, he made a few runs and then I thought that Chubba looked uh, looked pretty good as well. I was really impressed with uh, Heinrich, uh, number ten. Uh, I thought that he looked um, better and and he's been having um, a lot of progression throughout spring and uh, his footwork looked good yesterday. He was making some some plays with his legs and um, tucking in a run and and making some throws as well. I think his footwork looked really good and he had a good throw on the touchdown and then. Uh, Jared and Matt Masker looked good as well, you know, just making plays with their legs and throwing the football in tight windows. So I thought that the most of the most of the quarterbacks looked good yesterday and I was happy for all of them. I got one quick one here before we wrap it up. Do you know if Mark Whipple, I know at Pittsburgh, he was on the sidelines with Kenny Pickett last year. Will he be on the sidelines with you guys or will he be up in the box? I mean, do you know how that dynamic's going to work on game days? You know, I'm Mark not. Whipple? Yeah, he hasn't said for sure what he'll do, but. Um, like you said, based on last year and what he's done uh, in the past, he's always been on the sidelines and he calls plays right from the field. And so he's made comments about, hey, you know, if you ever need anything, just look over at me or walk over uh, to, to me and then I'll tell you the play. So I assume that he'll be on the sideline. Um, and yesterday he was down on the sideline as well. Um, and, and I think it was good just to be around him and that way you can communicate, you know, face to face. And he said it's important to him. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks that he's coached, like Ben Roethlisberger and Kenny Pickett, he wants to see body language and he wants to see, you know, how guys respond to things that are happening out in the field. And so um, I don't know. He has a really good eye for defenses and, 
and seeing coverages and seeing uh, just different defenders move on the field and he can see it, you know, on, on the film and he also can see it in fast time. I think it's unique just being around coaches with his um, high level of football IQ and just, you know, kind of getting to learn from him. He sees things happening on the field just as quickly or sometimes quicker as a quarterback does. And so I really appreciate him being down on the sideline. Well, Casey, uh, thank you for joining us here on Sunday and uh, best of luck here in, in your last month of classes in April. And I'm sure you're going to get a little downtime before you really get back at it. All right. Thank you. Appreciate Let's it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's bring in our next uh, guest to Husker Chat Live. Uh, we've got linebacker Nick Henrich, uh, one of the defensive standouts, one of the defensive leaders, one of the only healthy bodies of that inside linebacker room. Uh, Nick, um, you got through the spring. Um, what were your big takeaways uh, after getting through a spring? Yeah, uh, spring was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's always good because everyone can get reps, and it's just a time for you to build kind of chemistry as uh, – as a defense and as a team, so I was good. And, I mean, individually, I'd never even played in the spring game, so it was nice to finally uh, be able to do that, get out of a spring healthy. When, when did you know, like for you, I'm sure it changes a lot of your thinking when they're like, and by the way, we're not tackling. It's going to be just you could tackle Jacques Giant with one hand. Yeah, it's, it's, I honestly think it's uh, – it's kind of – it's obviously it's easier. There's pros and cons of both. I get you want to take care of your teammates, especially like we do have a lot of limited numbers in some positions. But I think when you do go live, there's another burst and like urgency that you have to have as far as closing the distance, whereas if it's tag off thud, you might uh, slow down earlier than you think in order to not like sprint through his hip and hit him and – take him to the ground so I actually prefer live but I get you can't go live that often because injuries will happen we're joined here by linebacker Nick Henrich if you're just joining us this is Husker chat live uh we're, we're doing our post spring game show here we're brought to you by Sandhills Global powered by ABM if you have equipment to sell sell it at auctiontime.com and we're gonna have Nick on for about the next 10 minutes so if you have questions for Nick Henrich um, about his spring about the defense uh fire away um, here and I've got a couple already for you here, Nick. Uh, the first question is from Jim. It's about Magua Clements, and he thought he played really well. Is he going to be able to provide some reps behind maybe you and Luke this year from what you've seen from uh, Va Clements? Yeah, I think definitely. Uh, Vaz, he's been playing at a really high level, and like I said, we had a lot of injuries in the linebacker room, so he had a really big uh, opportunity this spring to show what he can do. and 
he played really good, uh, consistent football throughout spring, and I really, really enjoy playing with him. So, yeah, he's he's been uh, been a much better leader and communicator, and he really knows the defense inside and out. So he's a guy that can definitely uh, provide some good reps. Was Blaze Gunderson playing some inside at all this spring, or was he sticking mainly outside still? He was outside. Outside, okay. Somebody yeah. mentioned that was. Uh, I didn't know with so many guys. Now you had a lot of guys down, and this brings me to my next question. Uh, because Garrett was out, uh, because you did have Luke, a lot of younger guys got to get reps with maybe not just the ones, but probably the twos that wouldn't have gotten those reps. Who mm -hmm. jumped out to you with some of those younger guys? Yeah, I mean, the younger guys, there's a lot of like learn through the burn, and that you know, you got to kind of grow up quick. And I was really, uh, really impressed with how those guys all took on the challenge and came to work every day. Uh, I thought Ernie had a Ernest Hausman had a really, really good spring of uh, being a new guy coming in. Uh, he picked up the defense as good as, as good as anyone, and he's uh, got some real natural athletic ability that he also has really good work ethic and character as do a lot of the young guys in the inside back room so i'm really excited to continue to compete with those guys and watch another guys guy play. i've heard his name mentioned at least a few times was grant taggy did he did how many reps did maybe he benefit off the situation oh yeah taggy had a really good spring and like you said he because of the situation of the inside room he got a a lot of reps and opportunity to play with the twos and the ones here and there, you know what I mean? So he did a really good job and he's another guy who's, he took a, a giant step, I think this spring, as far as knowing, instead of knowing like just what his position does, now he knows what the whole defense does and that kind of helps him communicate and just talk better. Got a question here from Trey Loper. Uh, just how fun was it for you to kind of watch that second half and, see a lot of those other guys go live and, and get a play in Memorial Stadium because for a lot of those guys, it might have been their first time on the field playing at Nebraska. Yeah, definitely. It was awesome. Uh, I heard Casey talking about it too, but any time you can get everyone reps in a game like Memorial Stadium when there's you know, 50,000, 60,000 fans for a spring game, which you don't see anywhere, uh, it's special. So I really, really enjoyed watching all those guys. It was a lot of fun. Got a question from Jim Nick about your shoulder um, how's that, how's your shoulder? Do you still wear harnesses? I mean, is that something you kind of have battle uh, being a linebacker in general? Cause obviously you're going to use your shoulder a lot there at the inside linebacker spot. Yeah. Uh, it feels great. Honestly, I've had two surgeries on the one that I wear the brace on one in high school, one in college, but ever since the one in college, it's felt fine. Never really had any major problems with it. Otherwise, I mean, being a linebacker, like you said, it's, you're going to have pain and stuff, but I wear it more as a, cautionary just preventative thing now what's next for you nick i mean uh for the spring like you guys are done it's a little bit earlier than normal i mean we're um here it's april 10th and you don't have any practices to worry about what what do you do monday like what, what does your schedule look like the next week or two yeah i mean i think it's important to rest and take a couple days to optimally recover your body and you know, get rid of any aches or strains that you might have had uh, from spring ball because it is a tough five weeks. Uh, but then you got to, like, turn around because now is the time where we can start prepping our bodies and preparing, getting stronger for summer conditioning so we can uh, train hard and maximize ourselves there. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, August that, that game in August is right around the corner. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't seem like it's that close, but it, it will be here 
you know, before you know it. I mean, how, how much do you start to even start thinking about, like, we got to get ready to play week zero? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that in the locker room. I was trying to visualize, like, go through my pregame routine, even though it is the spring game and it's a little different. And I, it's obviously against your own guys, but you kind of visualize, you're like, okay, like, because it goes by fast, like you said. So you're like, in not too long, we're going to be in this, in Ireland, in the locker room. And I'm going to have to go out there against Northwestern. So I was trying to visualize that and prepare myself. Um, got a question here from Brett, uh, just about energy. As spring progressed, how did the energy with the team differ from this time last year? Was it noticeably different uh, with the coaching changes and transfers? I mean, kind of give us an idea of maybe just the energy of how you guys manage that day-to-day -day over a, a six-week spring. Yeah, it's, it was a really good energy all spring. Uh, I think it's, it's sometimes you can get caught in the fact that it's like you just practice, like some guys might view it as you're just practicing to practice. But I thought uh, as a team, we did a really good job of going out there with a purpose and not just running plays like, okay, the ones have four plays, we're just going to run four plays, kind of putting ourselves in situations and continuing to build on each day. Got a question from Burke. When they do a spring game like this with like defensive scoring points, I mean, do you even know the scoring system? Or are you just like, I'm just going to play football and not worry yeah. about it? Uh, yeah, I had no idea. I still don't even know, honestly, how they gave defense points. Or I'm just, I didn't I'm, even know, to be honest, and I'm supposed to know. So Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I think we we're all just out there kind of saying, all right, let's just play defense and let the chips fall where they may. Got one final question here, Nick, before we let you run and, and bring Garrett Nelson in. Um, after spring, how are you feeling uh, about the defense with just some of the key losses? Obviously, you guys lost a lot of guys that played a lot of football here. Um, are some of the young D-line players ready to step up when you kind of look at um, not the frontline guys, but maybe a Nash Hutmacher or Masai Newsome? I mean, do, do you feel like the pieces are there or are, are you still kind of trying to figure that out right now? I absolutely think the pieces are there, especially with D-line. Uh, Nash had a really good spring. I mean, you guys all know he's a big, powerful guy. And then Colton Feast, again, took another huge step. He's always been a – even though he's an older guy, he's just kind of been nicked up with injuries most of his career. But he's healthy and he's playing at a real high level. Ty Robinson's Ty Robinson. And then Casey Rogers will also be healthy, so that'll be good. And then guys like Mosai and Ruquan Buckley uh, – we're putting in a lot of good reps this spring, kind of similar to the inside position with not that many guys that were able to get a lot of reps, so it was good. All right, Nick, before we let you go, I'm going to bring in Garrett Nelson. Garrett, you are on live with us. Do you have any questions, Garrett, for uh, Nick Henrich? No, Nick, you kind of been killing it. Been, I've been listening for a while. but <laughs> I've been watching you. You've been, you've been dialed in listening to Nick. In the, Thank in the, you, Garrett. Yeah, listen to your fellow, te fellow teammates. So he's been saying a lot of good things. To a lot. I mean, you know, Nick's Nick, as you know. So no, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to be like you, Garrett. Hey, thanks, well, uh, Nick, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll let you run and uh, enjoy your Sunday. We appreciate you joining us here on Husker Chat Live. All right. See ya. All right. Let's bring in now Garrett Nelson, kind of one of the stars of the spring game. Uh, if you're just joining us, it's Husker Chat Live. Um, we're brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell at auctiontime.com. If you have questions for Garrett Nelson, um, he will take your questions here. And then after Garrett, we're going to be joined by Anthony Grant um, here in the, in the show before we close things out. But Garrett, uh, break down your spring. I mean, it, it really felt like, uh, you know, you had your best spring at Nebraska. You've really changed your body and 
moved into a leadership role. Kind of what were your thoughts after Saturday? Yeah, I was a really productive uh, winter and spring, like you said, uh, made some changes, just um, small changes, not huge lifestyle changes, but uh, just what I was eating and putting in my body. Um, it was one of my best uh, body DEXA scans, they're called, uh, that I've had. Getting a lot of really good explosive muscle, uh, lost some, you know, extra fat trimmed down uh, a ton with, the, you know, even for the winter when we didn't really run that much was, was really good. Um, but those changes lifestyle wise and just, you know, you know, making adjustments like, you know, being a professional player, being, you know, uh, a very high level college player, um, you know, making those changes was, was necessary for me to have, uh, you know, success this fall and in the spring. So making those changes and, you know, lifting and being uh, a leader uh, uh, for the defense and just for my position group uh, it, uh, was another huge step that I took on top of those changes. Um, the guys that came before me, like you were met, talking about with Nick, you know, we lost a lot of key guys that were really old and, um, you know, had some leadership skills and they were leaders on the defense and uh, stepping into that role now with, you know, Nick and I and Luke and, uh, stepping in those shoes of leaders and uh, trying to mentor those kids uh, that, are, that are under us. And uh, it's it's been a process to learn. The guys that came before us have definitely taught us a lot, uh, how to lead properly, what it looks like, the standard that needs to be set and upheld. Um, they taught us a lot of really, really good leadership skills, and we continue to work on them uh, you know, day by day. Um, and uh, it, uh, it's definitely paying off right now. I got to ask you this about the spring. Um, it's kind of off the wall, but when Will Compton came in with busting with the boys, um, that looked like a lot of fun for you. I mean, just uh, what was it like uh, spending time with Will and Taylor Lewan and those guys? Um, and I'm sure they had some interesting insight for you too about just football and life. Yeah, those uh, talking to those guys was was awesome. I and mean, like you said, they have the insight that not a lot of people can have a one on one conversation and you know gain that much knowledge from. They probably between them have what 20 years of NFL experience um, combined. And, uh, you know, not even just football, but life and, you know, them and Will being from the program in the past and then Taylor, you know, being a great player that he is, you know, outstanding O-lineman. I think he was O-lineman of the year and, you know, being a, a really, really high level left tackle. Um, he, he, it was a great job. They're, they're great guys. Their whole crew was awesome super nice dudes i uh, love making conversation with everybody they they were the nicest they didn't care they didn't ask for a single thing they handled everything themselves they they took everything very humbly it was it was awesome um but definitely some dudes that you know you, you like you would like to be around and you know call your people um that that podcast was awesome uh, you know just was really easy to be myself and have some natural conversations with those guys and crack some jokes talk about football talk about more serious subjects but um it was awesome. That was definitely something that I'm going to remember for a long time. All right. I'm going to get to some of the questions and the comments. Uh, Brett just wanted to comment about your hairdo. That's the real deal. It looks like there. A lot of maintenance yeah, goes no, into I, hairdo uh, like that, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I just kind of grow it out until I feel like a bum. And then I, I cut it. But right now I kind of got a weird like feather mill part thing going on. So uh, maybe I need to get a blow dryer and feather it up a little bit more. Look like white Goodman. <laughs> Tyler wants to know how much watermelon have you had today? Is that is there some kind of inside joke with you and watermelon? So I was on the Big Ten Network uh, interviewed me on the sideline during the spring game, 
and they were like, is there anything you want to tell Husker fans? And I was like, well, do you want me to be like serious or do you want me to be not serious? And she was like, you could do both. And I was like, all right, I'll do both. And then I was trying to think of something funny to say. And I was like, oh, God, I don't really have anything funny to say. So I like my creative juices were trying to flow. <laughs> I didn't really have a lot of, I didn't really have anything. So I was like, my favorite food is watermelon. <laughs> and I guess everybody has loved, loved the response. And uh, they, they probably think I eat like a one watermelon every day now, which I wish I could do. But um, I think the most I only, I, I, we had a sit down contest. I remember this. They're outside, me and my brothers. We all had one watermelon, and we sat down for like thirty minutes and tried to finish a whole one. And I only—I think I like missed two or three pieces, like big slabs out of it. So, but yeah, I love watermelon. I would eat that on my deathbed. Dan said, "You're a beast. Please throw the bones." Dan wants to see you throw the bones real fast. Give him a bone. <laughs> all right, there you go, Dan. That's just for you, Dan. Where are you, where are you at, man? Are you just laid in your bed? No, oh, yeah. This is this is what Husker, me. What's that? <laughs> I have a helper in with me. She held the phone. All right. Um, got a couple more questions here. Um, got one from Burke. Hey, Garrett, you had an excellent showing in the spring game. Do you feel like you could be a breakout pass rusher? Uh, kind of that guy that maybe Nebraska hasn't had, you know, that can get about eight sacks off the edge. Yeah, uh, last year was a big step, I guess, uh, in the progression of being an elite pass rusher for me. Um, I don't remember how many I ended with, but you know, it was it was a, a decent amount. You know, not not to where I visualize myself being, or you know, being the player that I think it can be. It was um, it was a step in the right direction for sure, and that was a huge point of emphasis uh, going into this offseason. I want to be faster. I want to be faster. I want to be faster. I want that. Don't want to get off. I want to work this technique. I want to be an elite pass rusher. And just mentally visualizing myself that I've always been that player, mentally telling myself, I am that guy. I can be that dude that can get, you know, double digit sacks. I can be the pass rusher in the Big Ten. Um, telling myself that every day and believing it and, and, and practicing and, and working on uh, the attribute to my game. Um, I took a step in the right direction last year, and I want to continue that and, and you know explode onto the scene as a pass rusher this year. All right, got some comments here. Uh, Trey Loper just wanted to say that you represented Nebraska very well and busting with the boys. Um, we got a comment here that says you look like the sunshine character from Remember the Titans <laughs> um, with your hair going. Maybe right I just now. need to cut the hair. I even I'm getting made fun of. <laughs> hey, it works, right? I guess. Um, kills with the ladies <laughs> james ferguson wants to know who are some athletes that you try to model your game after um it's kind of funny when i was growing up i didn't really like model my life after any really any athletes because i just i don't know what it was like my brother like ben roethlisberger and my other brother like brett Favre, and they were quarterbacks and i was like i don't really like quarterbacks to be honest with you <laughs> and uh so i didn't really um model when i was a little kid uh my life after how any athletes when i was growing up it was like tony hawk ryan sheckler i wanted to be like a skateboard guy and um but as i got older and i started to love you know my love of football grew and started to look at professional athletes um just re you know recently with tj watt and uh sam hubbard obviously his brother jj they're doing a really good job you know um the Bosa brothers are insane. Uh, just kind of seeing how those, especially for Patras, uh, watching film of those guys, seeing their steps, 
seeing how deep they get in the backfield, you know, just just being super surgical about and dissecting everything they do to see if what I can pick apart from their game and put into mine. Got one final question here um, from Trey Loper. uh, Or let's see, where's that question at? Um, What's a no? You talked to a lot of former black shirts. I mean, not guys that you played with at Nebraska, but guys that were like before your time at Nebraska. Uh, Jay Foreman, Jason Peter, um, had a conversation with Wistrom. Um, I've had some conversations with, uh, Danny Noonan. Um, trying to think who else character. I think that's about it. All right. Well, before we let you go, I'm going to bring in Anthony Grant to the conversation. Garrett, first of all, was Anthony Grant touched on that touchdown run? Was, should he even blow? <laughs> were you touched at all, Anthony? Uh, uh, you know, like, obviously, I'm a little biased, and I think he was touched, but uh, Anthony runs pretty hard, so I, I, he might have broken that tackle. Yeah, we're not taking away the the touchdown, Anthony, but did somebody get a finger on you? Because they were calling, like, Jacques Yant down on finger tackle Saturday. Yeah. So. Nah. Um, like, he – like, he – like, it wasn't really a tackle. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't really a tackle, but, like, he he barely touched me. Like, he barely, he barely like, tagged me off. But, I think he would have broke away, but who knows? Simon yeah, no, it was a well He's kind of a dog. He might have tackled you. Yeah, no, nah, nah, If it was, if it, if it was like a, well, if it was a play in the um in the second half, I I, I would have for sure scored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Garrett, uh, we appreciate you joining us here. Uh, enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your downtime here over the month of April. Appreciate it. Good to talk All to you. Right. Well, let's let's bring in now Anthony Grant, uh, the standout running back for Nebraska Saturday. Anthony had a sixty-yard touchdown. Uh, you had a nice catch as well on a third down. Um, you know, when you talk about some of the upper units, you were really one of the standout players on offense. How did you think your game um, and just your spring win at Nebraska? Um, I feel like it was a it was a great spring. Um, you know, what I'm saying getting to know the players, the staff. Um, you know, what I'm saying and just really just getting into everything. It was um, it was a great experience, and. Um, you know what I'm saying, uh, going through all the practices and um, all the, you know what I'm saying, bonding things that we did um, in the in the uh, meeting room, on, on the field, and just everywhere, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, I really I really enjoyed that, and I really liked that, and um, and I can't wait for uh, for more in the spring. Well, um, the spring game was, um, was good also, and just playing the spring game, being back in, um, you know what I'm saying, at a D1 and um, being, in, being back in front of a lot of fans, um, it was it was great. It was um, a great thing to see, a great thing to, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, well, be, well be, be at, basically, um, you know what I'm saying, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. Do you appreciate, I mean, at Florida, you had that at Florida State when you first started your college career, and you kind of lost that for the next few years because of the Jugo route. I mean, how much more do you appreciate it now when you see 54,000 people at a spring game after having to kind of climb the route you did to get to Nebraska? Uh-huh. Uh, just really, um, um, just, uh, just keep it, keeping my head keep my head straight. Uh, and just, um, fo- focusing on the, on the, on the right things. And, uh, you know, uh, just keeping my keeping myself together. It was really just me keeping myself together through the whole thing, and um, 
just keeping my head up and um you know what I'm saying uh just just really just keeping myself together for real. um that played that played a you know what I'm saying a big thing and you know what I'm saying me being able to you know what I'm saying get back to you know what I'm saying where I'm at all right, let's get to some questions here. Jim's got a funny question for you um, about the touchdown run. Said Anthony, how many times are you going to tease Tommy Hill about not catching you on the <laughs> touchdown run? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably gonna tease him every time it, the discussion comes up. Every time I see him, I'm probably gonna say something about it. Now I might have asked you this uh, way back in the winter, but were you a hundred meter guy? Did you run the hundred in high school? Uh, yes, but I didn't like I. I wasn't like a real hundred guy. Like I would just run it just because my coach wanted me to run it, but I wasn't like a, you know, what I'm saying like a real hundred guy. Like I, he he would throw, he would throw me in there like every now and then. Did you so like as far as like forty though? What are you like a legit four five electron? I mean, like are you a four five electronic four four? I mean, how would you? Uh, I feel like I'm a I feel like I'm a um a high four 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 five. What about like vertical? I mean, just like your explosion. How how high can you jump? Uh, vertical. I feel. I feel like I. I can jump a. Uh. Thirty-six, maybe thirty-five. And, and you've lifted weights a long time. I mean, the training at Nebraska is it different than maybe what you had done before? And is it harder? I mean, like, how would you describe the training here that you've done versus maybe Florida State and JUCO uh, the last few years? Um, I feel like uh, like the weight room here, like. I feel like, um, well, the rate, the weight training coaches really, you know what I'm saying, really are, you know what I'm saying, uh, serious about how they, you know what I'm saying, like want us to work and, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, um, you know what I'm saying, what, what, they, what they want us to get done and, um, and serious about us getting bigger and, um, you know what I'm saying? They're, just, they're 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 really serious about us in the weight room. I'm gonna say that. Have you gained about five or ten pounds since you got here? How, how any weight at all? Uh, no, I'm I'm really about the about the same weight, 195. Just more muscle, probably. Yeah. All right, Mantrail has a question here for you. Um, just from your observations from practice, what is one personal goal now you have set for the year? Um, one personal goal, uh, uh, I really, um, I want to, I want to, um, uh, I really want, well, I want to, I want to, a personal goal for me is I want to, um, I want to be a very product, a very productive back in the, in, in this offense. And, um, and, um, just really, uh, I, I really I really want to have um, over over maybe seven hundred. I feel like I have over seven hundred yards this year. Is that I mean? Is it going to be hard for one guy to be the bell cow back? I mean, do you guys already kind of think it's going to be a committee, or two or three of you're going to have to probably play every game? Uh, no, nah, probably two, th three of us probably going to have to play each game. Uh huh. Um, all right, got a couple more questions here. Brett wants to know the tunnel walk. I mean, you, what, what you think of it? You, it wasn't a true game, but you, you got to come out of that tunnel and see the kids lined up. I mean, uh, how, how unique was that and fun for you on Saturday? 
Uh, it was too unique, you know what I'm saying, walking through the tunnel and, um, you know what I'm saying, seeing all the kids, you know what I'm saying, and just, you know what I'm saying, the sighting as a whole, it was just, it was unbelievable. And I can't, I can't wait to do it again. Uh, let's see. Uh, got a question here from Wesley. How do you compare this offensive line offense to maybe ones you've had at other places? I mean, you, you were on a national championship at New Mexico. Uh, you played at Florida State. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, is the style blocking here different? I mean, how would you kind of describe the, you know, as a running back, how you have to read mm-hmm. the runs and the plays here in the offense? Uh, you know, them boys up front, they really, they, they, they work their tails off, you know what I'm saying? And they're really, you know what I'm saying, they're really violent up front. Um, they all do their jobs. They're, they're all, you know what I'm saying, they're all, um, you know what I'm saying, as one. And you can, you can see that by, you know what I'm saying, watching them block. So, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, yeah, them boys, you know what I'm saying, they, they really, you know what I'm saying, they really be blocking, they really do their job. So, like, it makes it, it, makes it a lot easier for me to, um, you know what I'm saying, make my decisions by what they do and how, they, and how, how, they, how they're blocking. Power Hungry has a comment. He just says, this guy's got patience and eyes. I mean, do you take pride in that? Because I think a lot of running backs, they just go and, and don't yeah. kind of sit back. I mean, do you have a ability to sit back and kind of let it develop before you take off? Is that hard uh, to do? Uh, yes, sir. Just being patient and waiting to, you know what I'm saying, everything develops and, and just making a decision. All right. As we wrap it up here with Anthony Grant on Husker Chat Live, what's next? I mean, are you, are you going to go back to Georgia um, for a little bit or will you stay up in Lincoln the entire time? Um, I might I might go back home for like one weekend or so, but I'll probably mostly be in Lincoln just working out and stuff. You got a smile on your face. You like it like <laughs> you like and like Lincoln right now? Is, yes, is sir. Right I, am. I am. What do you I'm like loving. about life in Nebraska so far? I mean, what's been your favorite? Not not football, just like just living here. What's been kind of the best parts for you so far? Uh, uh, probably. Wait, you just talking about just me living here? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just because okay. it's kind of be an adjustment. I mean, you've been all over yeah. the country. I mean, what, what's uh, it been like adjusting in Nebraska? I mean, uh, it's been great just being in this, um, you know, what I'm saying beautiful town. Uh, you know, what I'm saying seeing all these people and stuff like that. It's been great, uh, and there's a lot of there's there's a lot of shopping places here, so I like that. And there's a lot of stuff to look at, so. <laughs> well, Anthony, we appreciate you joining us on Husker Chat Live. Congrats on uh, the great spring you had and the great spring game you had Saturday. And I'm sure that this is just the beginning. I know you, you've got a lot of bigger goals in mind ahead. Um, so best of luck here as you move into the offseason. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps it up here for Husker Chat Live. Um, reminder, we're brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by AVM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. For Husker Online.com, I'm Sean Callahan.